Hello and welcome to the Next Shift Podcast, a place for current and former law enforcement to come together and share stories of life after law enforcement. I promise you it's not as scary as you might think, and life is not over just because your career is. I'm your host, Jess Flores, and I myself have transitioned out of the field. And while it's definitely been one of the hardest and scariest things I've ever had to do, it has also been one of the most rewarding. It's what led me to rediscovering my identity without the job, redefining my purpose and what it kind of looks like now, and reigniting passions I had kind of let go to the wayside. It's what led me to creating Next Shift LLC and now this podcast. It is my mission to help you create your next shift by helping you remember who you are behind the badge. You'll hear stories from those who have already made the transition, their spouses and their perspectives of the transition, as well as some resources. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to serving you. What is up, Next Shift fam? It is your girl, Jess, back with another solo episode, and it is actually Christmas Eve, the day I am recording this, so it feels weird not to say Merry Christmas. If you are on the email list about this podcast, you will get a snippet of it today, but otherwise, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. For those of you listening on the, what will that be, 27th, when this episode is released, um, I was fighting coming in here today because I had several topics I wanted to talk about, but I hadn't really been able to put one together that I was really super excited about. And then I logged into my Buzzsprout account, which is the place I host the Next Shift podcast. And it was like, hey, do you want to see your like backtrack or something like that of 2023? And I was like, you know what? Sure, fine, whatever. So I pulled it up and I was abso-freaking-lutely blown away by the stats that they had gathered about this podcast. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you so very freaking much for every single one of you who listen in, who download, who share, who comment, who review. This podcast wouldn't be what it is without you. And I also just want to share a few of the stats because they're that freaking mind-blowing. First of all, We made it to the top 50% of all podcasts. I don't even know how to comprehend that, but thank you so freaking much. We've done 28 episodes that have been released so far with just over 1,560 downloads. We have been listened to in seven countries, and surprisingly, Denver, Colorado is the number one city in the United States. I don't know how that happened, but hey, Denver, what's up? If you're listening, shout out to y'all. I appreciate you so much. When I was trying to think about which topic I wanted to share in this next to last episode of 2023 and season one, I was like, Jessica, why haven't you shared about the course you just created and released back on December 1st? And that just seemed to be the topic that stood out front in my mind and it just made sense. So I wanted to chat about it. Um, Like I said, December 1st is when I released this course, um, preparing for life after law enforcement. And it's been a few weeks. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback and that really just helped me want to share about it because clearly it is helping people. Um, and I wanted to give you the opportunity to gift it to yourself and start the new year off right as you start thinking about this transition. So when it came to creating this course, it is something I desperately wish that I had seven and a half years ago when I got out of the field. Um, I've talked about it before, but I felt so alone, so confused, so misunderstood, 
And to be really honest, I felt very freaking hopeless and I doubted my self-worth every single day. Everything I had done in my career seemed to not matter at all once it was gone. Um, Something else I failed to do, though, was prepare for the end of my career. And some of you know this if you've heard my story, but February of 2016, I had a surgery on my gun hand that was supposed to make me good as new in three to four months. Um, And it was six months later when I finally had to, or I guess it was eight months later, when I had to finally say, fuck, I guess my career is over um, because I can't use my wrist or my hand the way I should be able to. And quite frankly, eight years later, I can barely use my hand uh, or wrist the way I should be able to use it. So I just felt freaking defeated. I had no idea what I could do. I hadn't prepared all of those eight months. I just refused and refused and refused to accept that my career could be over at 31 years old and only like 10 years into it. I I couldn't even comprehend the idea of I'm not going to be a cop and what the hell do I do next? And looking back all those years ago, I was just not only not prepared for the end of my career, but I wasn't prepared for what the hell came next and trying to find a career that gave me some sense of purpose and passion like law enforcement did and how freaking long it would take to find that. You guys have heard my story, so I'm not going to take the time to share that again. But when I looked back and I looked at all the things I could have and should have done, which Side note, I'm going to try not to get off on too many tangents. Um, All the shoulda, coulda, wouldas that we will feel at the end of our life are just things that I want to learn how to navigate now and not get to the end of my life with this laundry list of, well, I should have done that and I could have done that and I wish I would have done that because that means we didn't live our life to the fullest and what kind of life is that? So anyways, when I looked back over the past eight-ish years and the things I could have or I should have done back then, the thing that kept sticking out in my mind were the different pillars of wellness. Um, And bringing all six areas of wellness into alignment will not only help you prepare for, but also move through this transition with as little heartache as possible. And I know that sounds really lame. And you're like, Jessica, I'm not going to feel heartache at the end of my career. I'm so done. I'm so over. I'm so burned out. I'm ready for what's next. And that is, that is a thing. That is a feeling that we have. That is a mindset that we get into. But if you've never experienced the whole getting out of law enforcement thing, whether forced or by choice, you don't know what it's like. And hopefully by listening to this podcast, by hearing me share my story, by hearing other people share their stories, you recognize that it's okay to feel these things, that it is not the easiest thing in the world to to move through. And you will hear so many people talk about the weight lifted um, and the lack of, or not the lack of stress, the reduced stress and anxiety that they feel, but also the holy shit, I wish I would have addressed so many things while I was in so that when I got out, I didn't have to then take the time to do that. Um, And I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail on each of these six pillars um, because, well, the course is for sale and I don't want to give everything away for free. But I do want to give you somewhat of a sneak peek of what these six pillars of wellness are and then give you um, 
uh, journal prompt that you can do after you listen to this episode. So you're going to probably want to grab a pen and take some notes at least once I get through um, explaining the definitions of these areas of wellness, any tangent I might go on because you know me, and then give you this journal prompt. I will list them you know what? No, I'm not going to list the journal prompts in the show notes because I want you to listen to the episode. I don't want you to just go to the show notes and be like, I don't need to listen to what she has to say. Um, so like I said, I will put the link to the course down in the show notes. It is also available on both LinkedIn and Instagram in my bios. You can click on that. You can purchase it. If you want to deep dive into more than what the course provides, one-on-one coaching is always going to be available for you. And a big goal I have for 2024, I can't believe we're saying 2024, but a big goal I have for 2024 is to create a group course. Um, This was something I wanted to do in the very first place thinking about Next Shift, got in my own head and I was like, cops will never talk in front of other cops and people just won't be that open and all the BS stories that we can tell ourselves. And then I hosted that debrief event, that first one. And people were like, oh my God, I love this. Oh my gosh, we should do this monthly. And now we do it monthly and I'm learning and I'm seeing that people are willing to be open. People are willing to talk about being um, in the field today and what, what they're facing, thinking about getting out and people who have gotten out, what they faced and what advice they have for those who are about to come through it. And it is just so gosh darn inspiring that I just cannot wait to see what 2024 brings to all of us this podcast and next shift as a business in general i am so freaking pumped but anyways um i am going to share each pillar and the definition that i found regarding each uh pillar you could google and there's a ton of definitions i just happened to pick some i'm also not going to tell you the reference it is in the course if you want to see whose definition i'm using and then i'm going to give you that one journal prompt so hopefully this is a shorter episode than normal so you can get in you can get out and you can get to work on starting to prepare for this transition the first pillar of wellness that I cover is mental wellness. And the, defini- <laughs> the definition I used is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities can cope with the normal stresses of life. Okay, guys, normal stresses of life and cop stresses of life, two totally different things, but you get what I'm saying here, um, can work productively and is able to make a contribution to their community. I think we're making a contribution to our community just by way of what we do for a living. Um, But now we have to think about how we're going to do that afterwards. So the journal prompt I want you to take from mental wellness. And uh, I have four of them, I think, listed in the course. But this is the one that I was like, I feel like this one will really get people thinking. And it is, what are the thoughts and the fears that you have about getting out of law enforcement? You might not think you have any, but if you take, give me 10 minutes of your time, maybe five, five to 10 minutes of your time, go to a quiet place, turn on whatever music helps you think, and write that question down. What thoughts and fears do I have about getting out of law enforcement? And then give yourself that five or 10 minutes to just write whatever comes to your brain. Even if it's not related to that question, if it pops up while you're thinking about this, write it down. And then you're going to take time to reflect on that later. And if you want help reflecting on that later, obviously, you know where to find me. Uh, The next pillar of wellness is physical wellness. 
The definition I had for this was recognizing the need for physical activity, healthy food, sleep, and as a way for preventing illness and managing chronic illness. Uh, The journal prompt I want you to use for this one is, what is one thing you would like to improve about your current health? And then once you do that, I want you to think about what you can do to improve that starting now. I feel like at the start of the new year, everybody has all kinds of resolutions and all kinds of goals. And this is something that fits typically in with what most people are thinking about this time of year anyways. So lean into that. What do you want to improve about your health and how can you? If you don't know where to get started, reach out either to me, to somebody you follow on the internet who is in that realm, whatever it is, reach out to somebody and get some sort of plan formulated. You can go back to prior episodes when I talk about daily habits and ways you can incorporate certain things. You've heard me talk about um, physical fitness as more of like intentional movement. I don't really care what you do every day. I just need you to intentionally move your body every single day. And then I am learning along with a whole lot of other people how damn important sleep is and what a focus that needs to be if we're going to be our best selves. The next pillar of wellness is financial. And the definition I came up with or I found, I didn't come up with it, that I found for that was a state of being in which you can fully meet your current and future financial obligations while also feeling secure in your financial future and making choices that allow you to enjoy life today. Enjoy life today. Say it again, say it again, say it again. We often get in this, well, I've got to save this or I've got to spend this to you know, pay down debt or whatever, and then we ignore that we are living today and tomorrow isn't promised. So you have to be able to find this balance of how you do all of that. And the journal prompt I want you to do for this that I picked out of the journal prompts in the course was, if your career were gone tomorrow, how do you feel about your current financial situation? And then you could even take it a step further, like, okay, if my career were gone tomorrow, this is how I initially feel. And then break it down. What would look different? What would have to change? And then I want you to write all of that out because maybe you're one of those people sitting there working a shit ton of overtime every single paycheck and you're living this life and you're like, oh, yay. And then say it's gone tomorrow, whether it's just like a bad injury or something and you have to go on long or short term disability, you're getting 60 ish percent of your pay. I don't know if every state's the same. And you're like, wow, well, that would suck. That would look a lot different. Or Maybe your career is just done. It is gone. And now you don't have that. What does that look like for you? And how would your life be impacted? Start planning for that now. Start thinking about that now so that when it does happen, it's not just one more freaking piece of stress added to the puzzle. The next pillar of wellness is intellectual wellness. And the definition I found was recognizing one's creative abilities and finding ways to expand knowledge and or skills. And for this journal prompt, I already told you guys that I have the 25 skills sheet that you can download at the link in my bio, Um, but I want you to think about a topic or multiple topics that you can talk about to anyone for hours on end, and it's something you actually enjoy talking about. It is something you are good at. It is something you are good at talking about. What are those things or that thing? Again, if you want to dig deeper, you know where to find me. 
Then we have social wellness. And the definition for that that I found was developing a sense of connection and belonging and a well-developed support system. Oftentimes, (laughs) law enforcement is our place for connection, our community, our place that we feel like we belong the most. Other people don't get us. And I've talked about that on prior episodes. It's oftentimes because we're not letting people get us. We're not allowing ourselves to fit into other places. We feel like if we fit into those places, then we won't fit in in law enforcement. And it's just this whole cluster F of like a situation. So We have got to do our part, control what you can control, right? We have got to do our part to create these connections, to create this sense of belonging for ourselves and develop this support system that if our law enforcement community system were gone tomorrow, who would we have? And I really hate to say this and I really hate to think that this is a thing, but because of the conversations I've had and the way I've seen life lived by plenty of officers is it's typically not our family at the forefront of that. And those are going to be the people there when this career is gone. It will not be the boys. It will not be the command staff. It will not be HR. It will not be your department. It will be those people under your own roof roof, and you've got to find a way to connect with them, to belong with them. Something a lot of people don't think about when you get out of this field is the extra time you're now going to be spending with the people that you haven't had to spend time with for so long and you always blame the job. Well, now you've got that opportunity to spend time with them and you don't even know how to be, how to act, what to do, how to how to say things. You have to control that. You have to do the work to figure out how to not be a cop anymore. And that's hard. It is freaking hard and it takes time and it takes intentional effort to do that. Whether you're working with a mentor, someone who's been there, done that, whether you're working with a coach like me, whether you're working with a therapist or you're working with all three, you need assistance learning how to unlearn cop think, how to speak to people without your cop voice and your cop tone. It's going to make all of the difference out here. I promise you. Um, And this one, I don't really have a journal prompt for you I want you to do. I have a task. You guys have heard me talk about LinkedIn, I think, every single freaking episode and what a damn game changer it can be. And the community of us who have already transitioned out of the field that are now on LinkedIn and willing to lend a hand in any way we can to help make this transition easier for you because it sure the hell was not easy for us and there was no one out there that we could reach out to. So what I want you to do here, it's a task, it's not a journal prompt, is I want you to, one, if you don't have LinkedIn, freaking create it. If you need help, please reach out and I will help you create it. Two, if you are on LinkedIn, I want you to go through set a timer because you will get lost in a scroll hole, set a timer for like five minutes and go through and interact with at least five posts, a post that grabs you, a post that speaks to you, a post that does something to you. And I want you to interact with it. Don't just like it or love it or support it or whatever all those little emoji options are. Do that, but also leave a meaningful comment on that post. Then I want you to If you don't already follow that person, follow that person. If a post really speaks to you, I want you to reach out to that person. I want you to send them a message. And that could be as simple as, hey, Stan, I love your post about blank, blank, blank. This is how it made me feel or keep up the good work or something simple. Nothing long winded. Don't like word vomit all over them. Just 
introduce yourself, you loved whatever you saw, and however it impacted you. Those things mean so damn much to those of us who are willing to put ourselves out there and be vulnerable and share things that most of the time we're terrified to share. So that is your task for the social wellness aspect. The last one, the last pillar of wellness is spiritual wellness. And the definition I came up with or that I found was expanding your sense of purpose and meaning in life, including one's morals and ethics, may or may not include religion. I know when you hear spiritual, you instantly think, or you might instantly think religion, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. What I believe isn't what you believe and what you believe isn't what so-and-so believes. Whatever spiritual means to you, that is what this needs to lean into. And I loved the expanding sense of purpose and meaning part because that is what we're here for. We are here to find our purpose, to live our purpose, and to create meaning for ourselves and other people in this life. So for this journal prompt, I want you to, again, set a timer. And I would say at least 10 minutes on this one, at least 10 minutes with some nice music in the background. I want you to list out every single thing that makes you feel grounded in life and that makes you feel a purpose. I'm not going to try to tell you what that is or what that looks like. You are the only person who knows what your purpose is or what you're feeling called to do. And you really have to get out of your head on this one. Just kind of stream of consciousness writing what makes you feel grounded and what makes you feel a sense of purpose. Because it may not be your job anymore and your brain is going to want to tell you being a cop is that thing. No. And if it does say being a cop, okay, well, what about being a cop makes you feel a sense of purpose? Really dig down into these answers that you write and get yourself to a place of really understanding what what it is you feel your purpose is in this moment, totally understanding that throughout life, our purpose can change and that is totally normal. I hope the sneak peek of what that course is all about helps you start thinking a little bit more about the transition and everything that it entails. It isn't just a career change. It is really so much more than that. And it really does encompass every single one of these six pillars of wellness. If you want more in-depth help preparing for the transition, I've mentioned it before. The course is available either at my bio, the links in my bio or the show notes. That is meant for those who are not yet ready to invest a ton of money or to talk to someone else about these things. You really are just kind of like, okay, I know I need some help, but I'm not really ready to reach out and talk to somebody about it. I'm going to do this on my own. I get it. I've been there. I've done that. We've all done that. We're very stubborn people. So this is who the course is for. And again, once you're going through the course, if that's the route you choose to go, if you're like, wow, I could really use some more um, guidance in this area or that area. The back of the course has a list of resources in each of those pillars of wellness. And it also says, hey, you can reach out to Jessica and schedule some one-on-one coaching time to work through these things and feel even more prepared. Um, You can sign up, you can get the course or you can sign up for one-on-one coaching with me and you will get the course for free now through the 31st of this year. It's just a gift that I am giving as a thank you um, for joining in on this coaching journey. I wanted you to be able to have an extra resource. So now through December 31st, if you sign up for one-on-one coaching, you will get this course for free, which is a $97 value. Um, I have now thankfully um, had multiple clients and been able to help multiple people 
accept that this is actually happening. This transition is coming. It is happening and help them feel far less alone. Uh, And because of that, my schedule is getting more and more booked, more and more like tight, especially with a full-time job that I work during the day. So because of that, January 1st, my prices for one-on-one coaching will be going up. And if you're considering coaching, if you've been thinking about it, you've been on the fence, you're like, man, I want to, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I would go ahead and just lock it in now for that lower price. And then you can schedule your first call for four to six weeks out, whatever you want to do. I think my Calendly link is up to February caught up. So you can pay now and you can set your first call to however far out you think you want to set it. That way you're at least getting this price and whatever price you sign up at is the price for your life. (laughs) So say you do your six sessions and then you're like, okay, I'm good. But then six months from now, you're like, oh, God, I hit a roadblock. Holy shit, what do I do now? And you want more help? Then you can sign up for another six sessions, but it will always be at the price you sign up for. So currently, one-on-one coaching is $300 for uh, three months. So that is six biweekly calls. Or starting January 1st, it will be $597 for those same six calls over a three-month period. So the choice is yours. I'm just trying to save you some money. I know we all need that from time to time. I want to thank you guys for being here yet again, for making this podcast what it is, for helping Next Shift become what it is becoming, and to help, uh, or for helping share the message and the mission of Next Shift. It means the absolute world to me, and I know it means a whole lot to those who are facing this transition and just not sure what to think. Well, that does it for this episode. Thank you so very much for choosing to spend your time with me. If you loved it, I'd be honored if you shared it with a friend or your social media network, but be sure to tag me so I can reach out and personally thank you. Until next time, see you next shift.